The following is another dynamic message by Ryan Jacobs, prophet, teacher, and leader of the Empowered Church. In Genesis chapter number one, verse number one, it says that in the beginning was in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Now you must understand when you're looking at this thing, that when he says in the beginning God created, that's a good thing. The heaven and the earth, that is a good thing. When it tells you right here at the beginning, in verse number two, and the earth was at form, you say, that's a problem. Because you know when you read this that the earth has a form. And when it tells you the earth is void, that is also a problem because you know the earth is full and you're one of the, one of the things that are in the earth so the earth cannot be void. And, says, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. That is also a big problem because you know without darkness is a problem. Right therefore you always need light. I wish you don't know where you're going. And so, and when the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the, of the deep, and for that, when we read that, we don't understand what the implication was. Why? And in verse num number three, it says, And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. Now you understand that even later, only and later on, it says that God made the sun and the moon and the stars and all the other. But God basically said that first what he made was light. Let there be light, and there was light. The issue here is that light there says, says God is so, so that very light that you see there is a spiritual light, right? And so God formed that darkness you see there is a spiritual darkness. That is a spiritual thing. Because you know if the sun goes out and the moon is, is out, there is no light. If the sun goes go gone, we, we are, it's darkness. Perpetual is darkness for the universe, right? For, for, our, for At least for our earth, it's darkness. And then we all know when the moon also becomes irrelevant. Right? So you know it can't be this because they only came later. And so the problem of humanity, what we earth was there was darkness. And God solved the problem by the first command. First things first, there will be light. And there was light. He commanded light out of darkness. And boom, and there was light. The problem of humanity, of the earth, was that there was darkness. Man could not see. Run. And so the whole creation, before the times of God, opened God, gave them light. God put them there. But we found that if you turn to the book of Isaiah, chapter number 16, verse, let me read verse number 1, Isaiah 16. And verse number 1. It says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, see, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness of the people, but the Lord shall rise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. And this is what creation was like. Or the recreation there in Genesis chapter number, number from verse number, from verse number two, in uh, Genesis chapter number, verse number one, or chapter number one, verse number two onwards. It's that darkness was there. And the more darkness covered the earth, 
there had to be light. And so when God said light be, that is God moving into the earth. You see, that is God now enacting himself into the earth. That is God's making himself heard and visible and seen upon planet earth. Okay. So here in Isaiah chapter 16, from verse number 1, it, uh, it's verse number 2, it says that the, the darkness is covering the earth. And gross darkness for people. And so again, you see, when the darkness lost cover the earth, when the earth was destroyed, be at the beginning in, in right there in, in chapter one, Genesis chapter one, verse number two. Here again in, in Isaiah chapter chapter number sixteen, verse number two, darkness is again shall cover again the face of the earth and cross darkness the peoples. Other words, that same spiritual darkness that was there before, that was observed before from the eyes of God shall be there again. God told us there was darkness because we couldn't see it. Right. Now God says, says to, verse number two says, you behold, you look, see, there is darkness. So darkness, or look into the future. Darkness shall cover the earth and cross darkness for people. But he says to him, arise, shine, thy light has come. Past tense. It's there with you now, past present. So it's there with you now. And because of that, you can see. It says, arise, shine, for the light has come. That's right. Verse number one, right? And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. He is there. Now the next thing he says in verse number two, behold, look, see. Darkness shall cover the earth. And cross darkness of the people. But the glory, it says, uh, it says, the glory of the Lord shall, shall rise upon thee, and the, or, 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 or the Lord shall rise upon thee, and the glory shall be seen upon. You see, and so we, upon thee. Why? Because the people that sit in darkness have seen a great light. People in darkness can see where there is light. And so the problem with the whole thing that people don't understand is that there's a dark world. Earth is dark. The darkness is humanity's problem. The earth's problem, there is darkness. And, and so the darkness we talk about is not the absence of the sun or the moon or the stars or, or even electricity, electrical light, fluorescent light, no? that kind of a light that man has channeled through, through by channeling electricity. But there is another darkness that was there. And that is there still. So when God came, he came into the earth and he made light. And once there was spiritual light, Adam, when you can reform man in his image, you put man in the garden. Man could dwell under his light. Man was part of that light. But when man sinned, man, man, man rejected and says, this light by which we see is not sufficient for us. This revelation knowledge that God says, he saw and says, if you eat of this tree, you will die. This fruit, you will die. The serpent came and said, nah, it's not so. And so Satan came into the woman, uh, into, the, into the serpent and deceived her. She couldn't see it was the devil. She thought she was talking to a, to a snake, a talking snake, a pet snake. A pet snake can talk. Yes, he talks. 
Adam says, really? He says, yes, he talks. <laughs> he talks our mother tongue. <laughs> he talks just like the tongue. He, just, he talks just like me and you. Really? Yes, he talks. Like, but, but she couldn't see. It was the devil. It was another entity behind it. Behind it. And he said, well, you, what you see is wrong. God sees in a greater light. And if you eat of this, you will see by the light of God. But it was, it was a lie. It was switching off the lights. And so from the moment the whole light was being, Adam reversed that thing in chapter number, in, in chapter number three of Genesis. So now darkness was, was so now Isaiah comes, the spirit comes by Isaiah and prophesies and says that the light has come. Arise, shine, for thy light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Now behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and cross darkness for people, but the Lord shall arise upon thee, and the glory of the Lord. The Lord has come to arise, and the glory of the Lord shall rest, arise, rest upon, upon thee, and men shall see the glory on thee, uh, uh, it says. Wow. What was the problem? The problem was darkness. John chapter number one. In John chapter number one and verse, verse number one. Now again, this is the creation story. Oh, Genesis 1 story. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the same was in the beginning of God, and all things were made by Him. Without Him was not any, anything made. It was made. So it, you, if you go back to Genesis chapter number 1, you must understand that you know how it started. The spirit movement causes light. So it started with light, right? It was God's Genesis into the earth. His first movement was the, move, the first movement in Actman in, into the dark world. It was the Actman into the spiritual world, which was light. Okay? Verse number four. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. So imagine Jesus walking down like a, like a light bulb, for a vision light. So he's just shining like that. And they sing, because the sun used to be the light, and the now Jesus was shining like that. You think that it means that? It can't mean that, right? Because if you, if a man is coming and walking and he's shining like, like the sun, you ain't going to put him on no cross. You can't even come close to him. You will run. You, you, uh, you, you, the whole earth will be worshiping him if they see him as he is. But that light that you was, that life was a spiritual light. You were saying that he is the one that moved. He was the same word that said that God said light. That he spoke the word. Light moved in, into the, the earth in Genesis 1, 3. The same Jesus is the same light that moved. It came into the earth again. This time it became flesh. And the light was not walking among us. No longer just overshadowing and moving upon the earth from this perspective. But now he was walking among us. And that life of him, is, it is the light of men. Verse number five. It says, and light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended not. You see, darkness cannot overcome it. Right. So now light was shining in darkness. What darkness? 
It was the darkness of the realm of the spirit, the spiritual atmosphere that enspheres the earth. The darkness that was on the earth. So Ava was darkness covers, right? You see this table, table is, is covered by a tablecloth. You don't see the surface, but you can say that the tablecloth covers the table. That the tablecloth is on the table. Darkness covers the earth. Like this tablecloth covers the table. You understand, right? So have you ever seen the, the lint chocolate ball? Have you seen it? Okay. Have you seen that it comes, it becomes a paper, it's come with a, 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 a wrapping paper all around? You see? So the wrapping paper covers the whole ball in the same way the spiritual world covers the whole, darkness covers the whole spiritual earth, whole around the earth. That spiritual, the atmosphere which you breathe in here, you can see, you can't see it. It's darkness. It's dark. Darkness in spheres the earth. The problem here is darkness. So the moment the Son of God, Jesus the Christ, the light of the world, steps into the world, he's shown in darkness. The Suddenly, the realm of the spirit was being lit up. They could see, darkness could see something. Therefore, uh, it was in Matthew, it says that the people that sit in darkness have seen a great light. So, in other words, they were sitting under the tablecloth, on the table, under a cloth. And so, they're walking on these, sitting down, but they're sitting in darkness. They're surrounded by darkness and they've seen a great light talking of Christ Jesus. And so Jesus, the moment he came, the thing that he came to deal with is darkness. Because he is the light. Darkness. And so in darkness, you can't see. So you can't. The natural darkness, you can't see, so you can't depend upon the, no light is coming into your eyes, so you can't, you can't discern what is in front of you. And it's difficult to know where you're going. So now you must depend upon your other senses, you must smell, but you can't be sure. You must feel, so you must, and the only way you can feel, you must hear, but, but if you're not, you must train your ear to, but you need experience to hear, to understand what, you, what you're hearing. You see? And you can feel, but you get in close proximity to feel. So the best one is your sight. You so now, if you're in darkness, you need light. That's your problem. When, when it's dark, you need light. That's the thing, right? So when they dark, they need light. And so God brought them the most important thing that the, the earth lacks, he brought light. Just like he brought it in the beginning, he brought light again. And light shone in darkness, and darkness comprehended, could not overcome it. And there was a man sent from God, whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light, 
that all, that all through him might believe he was not that light, but was sent to be a witness of that light, provide evidence of that light. Talk about that light. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Other words, if you're not lit up, you are just part of the darkness. You will never stand out. You will be assimilated by darkness. Darkness cannot assimilate light. You understand? And so, other words, just the function of a light. You, you, you know, when light is shining in darkness, light is light. You won't say the light, if you put on, a, on, on a, a bulb or a candle, once the candle is burning, the candle remains a light. You could not say, it can be dark, and the small candle is burning, but you know that candle is not part of the darkness. It's it, it, it is distinguished, it, is, it contradicts the dark atmosphere. It pierces darkness. You understand? And so, and so this is what, what it means. So he says now, Jesus is the great light, the true light, that lights every man that comes into this dark world. And so he is the light. He makes them burn. He gives him his life. He makes him stand out in darkness. Verse number 10. It was in the world, and the world was not made by him. The world knew him not. They did not recognize him. Why? Because the only thing that they could recognize was darkness. They were so used to darkness. You see, you can't recognize something you don't have experience of before knowledge of. You can't know. They can't not understand because they're so used to darkness. But the Lord came as the light. He was the great light because the problem is darkness. In this life, if you ever have a problem, the only problem you ever have is a problem of a lack of light. The problem is always darkness. John 8, verse number 12. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. So other words, first of all, that the world was in darkness and they needed light. And Jesus was saying that all these men, everybody, he says, I am the light of the world. If you don't follow me, you will walk in darkness. But if you follow me, you will walk in darkness no more. So other words, if you look at every single person except the one. So other words, all the disciples of Jesus, following Jesus, was walking no longer in darkness. But all the rest of the people was walking in darkness. But yet the sun was up every day. It was a spiritual, so I was, men walk in darkness. So other words, if you know an unbeliever, the unbeliever, when you walk past you, is walking in darkness. So when you see him walk past, he may be a floodlight on top of him, but there's darkness is walking in. And when you move around, all around you is pitch black darkness. 
The problem of the world is darkness. So first time, when God did it now with Jesus, he, he brought Jesus, he was the light. And the only way man could not have light is following him. He says, I am the light of this dark world. If you even follow me, shall not walk in darkness, but has had the light of the way, the light of God, the light that comes from the light of God. And so Jesus is the light. What are we talking about moving in the realm of the spirit? Light and darkness. Man's problem is darkness. Not sin. Sin brought darkness for them. Sin, darkness was there before sin. But sin brought darkness to light, if you will. Sin told men as world. Well. So sin brought to man. Man experienced darkness. Because God, they never supposed to. That's why God says, and God said, light be. And there was light. But it was never supposed to be that man experienced darkness. But because man sinned. So what, what did Jesus come and do? He came to deal with sin. So sin is not man's problem. So Jesus is not concerned with your stealing, lying, adulteries, fornications, all these other things or the products of sin. Rather, the works of he's not. He is concerned that you're walking still in darkness. Because man's problem is darkness. And all the aforementioned vices, it is a it is a evidence that you're walking in darkness. Sin was a, a, a so he's freed us from that sin so that we can live with liberty in the light. But the reason why you you dwell, you do certain things and not do other things is because of darkness. Or light. And so the thing that he came to bring is light, because he is the light. And he says, now, the way you are is that you must be light. And then he says, ye are the light of the world. Let your light shall shine before men when you see if I go and glorify my Father in heaven. But he said, but you are the light. A city set in the hill cannot be hid. You can't hit a candle and cover it with a bowl. You are light. But he said, how does his light form? His light forms by the follow. So you, you get the light by following him and you're walking in his light. Galatians chapter number one, and we're going to read verse number. For this cause, I also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you may be full of knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. But you may walk worthy of the Lord. Remember, this is Jesus. You walk light, not walk in darkness, but walk in light. So walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing the knowledge of God, strength of all might according to his glorious power, unto all places long suffering with all joyfulness. Giving thanks unto the Father, which have made us meet to be partakers of the heavens of the saints and light, who have delivered us from the power, power of darkness 
and has led us into the kingdom of his dear son. It says that God has delivered us from the power, the ability, the authority, the influence of darkness un under his grip. And has translated us, transferred us into another kingdom, the kingdom of his son, which is the kingdom of light. And so darkness was always the issue. So Jesus came to bring light. And because he was the light, and he says, follow me, and he shall not walk in darkness, but he shall have the light of life. And now he darkness, then light sacrificed himself. He did the thing that he did to do in the flesh, to deal with our sin. That's why the very next verses in whom we have, verse number 14, of Colossians chapter number 1, in whom we have redemption through his blood in the forgiveness of sin. Right. And immediately now after verse number 15, it goes into the realm of the spirit. Right? Principality is a power visible, invisible, if you read it further. But how he's preeminent and everything else. Right? Again, trying to, to say to us here who he is. So, through the redemption now, we will, we will now born into the kingdom. Right? He took us out of darkness into light. First Thessalonians chapter number 5. Verse number 5. First Thessalonians 5 is number 5. Let me read. It says, Ye are all children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night uh, nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep in the, uh, sleep in the night but, uh, and, and they may be drunken or drunken in the night. But let us be of the day, be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love. And it says, and for an harmony and hope of salvation. But it says, verse number five, that ye are children of light. Otherwise, you are not born out of light. How were you born out of light? Second Corinthians chapter number four, right? And you know the verse, but let me read it for you in any case. Second Corinthians chapter number four, verse number three. Right, says, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. Why are they lost? Verse number four of Second Corinthians chapter number four. It says, in, in whom the God of his world have blinded the minds of them which believe not. So our words, they are lost because they are in darkness. And their minds have been blinded and therefore they dwell in darkness. Right? But verse number four, second verse number four says, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. So in other words, the gospel is the way, the good news is the way Jesus, follow me, he brings, when the good news of Jesus is preached, the word is preached, light comes to our hearts and it comes to people. When the light penetrates, they can see the light and they turn unto the light. Therefore, uh, uh, Isaiah 60 verse 2 says that they will, that they will see the glory of the Lord is risen upon them. Everyone will see it. And so when the light is there, the is, so when the gospel is, it, it, the gospel is more than a message, it is the very light. It is the way, the, the way that God puts the darkness out of you. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and, and, and ourselves, your servants, for Jesus' sake. Who, who, 
for God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness have shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So other words, the same way that God says, let there be light in Genesis chapter number 1 verse number 3. It is that when the gospel of Jesus is preached to you and you accepted him, it is the same thing God was doing to your earth, by, to you and say, light be. And it's shone in your heart. It is exact creation of it. He solved your darkness by bringing you Jesus. Because the light of God shines on the face of Jesus. He is the brightness of God. The image of the invisible God. Hebrews chapter number 1 verse number 3. Uh, verse number 1 to 3 tells us. And so, so when Jesus Christ is preached unto you. In his face when he is presented to you. Light comes from his face. Emanate from his face. Because he is the light of the world like the rays of the sun he is so in the realm of the spirit so while the earth has a sun that gives its light the realm of the spirit also has a son and his name is Jesus Therefore, the Bible says the sun of righteousness shall arise of healing in his wings but what wings there is his rays Therefore, when you take the talit, you see it, it is like a wings, but, but it is like rays that come from the, at the end of that prayer mantle. You un understand these things. And so, so Jesus is to the realm of the spirit, what the sun is to the earth. What was the earth? The earth was dark. And God made the light so that the earth can no longer be dark. We can see where we're going. And so in the realm of the spirit, Jesus is the light. Just like he's, he's the one, his light be. It was Jesus that was being sent. So Jesus is that light. And when you got the gospel in his face, there is light. It says here. Right. Can we go on? Uh, it says, uh, so, so, so to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God, with Isaiah 16. You understand? Now, Isaiah was a prophecy, a promise, a, de a, a declaration. Here it gives you the actual manifestation, the working of how the glory comes. It comes as the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. An intimate acquaintance with the glory of God. And where is it in the face of Jesus Christ? I will go on. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence, the power be of God and not of us. So other words. And then it says, but we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, uh, but not forsaken, caused down, but not destroyed, always bearing in our body the, the, the dying of the, Lord of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be manifest in our body. For, for we have, for, for we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. In him was life. What was that light? Life, life was light. In him was life. What is the life? Light. So when it says that the life may manifest, you must always see light. So he says, we, go, we carry the dying so that the light may manifest. Manifest means, means to come into effect. It means to show its presence. Have its ability. Generate its result. It's heat, it's light, it's movement, what light is there for? So Paul says the reason, the way that works, he says I, we carry death that life may be manifested. 
light may, may shine in other words. Let me go on. So then, death work in us, but life in you. What it makes it says that, like you see, what, what, where does the light? So I would say, when death, when darkness work in us, that light may work in you. How? Through us. In chapter 3, it says, we're able ministers of the Spirit. That's it, right? So, and when he goes on to spread how the, the suffering, the affliction creates a work of eternal weight of glory. Right? Let, let, me, let me read on just for completeness sake. Right? So, so, so he says this in verse number 30. For we having the same spirit of faith according to us, and I believe in therefore we have spoken, we also believe in therefore we speak, knowing that, 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 we should be, uh, which, that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up also, uh, also by Jesus. So, so raise up us up. Us also by Jesus to present us with you for all all things uh, for your sakes uh, that the abundant grace may through the thanksgiving uh, of, of many be down to the glory of God for, for which cause we faint not but though our outward man perishes yet the inner man is being new day by day for our light affliction in which is but for a moment work of us a far more exceeding weight of glory while we look not at the things which are seen but at the things which are not seen for the things which are seen seen or temple but the things which are not seen are eternal what is not being seen the light in the spiritual world you see the earthen vessel but you don't see the light within so other words you can you can yeah you said you see light you're gonna see the world is in dark but the world is because it's not this world that's in darkness it's the spiritual world that's in darkness okay so paul says here the way our light moves, we have this things in an earthen vessel. But like an alabaster box, it is broken. So that its, its contents must shine out. So things come forth against it, perplexed, troubles, persecutions, all so that the bar, so that when it in its brokenness, the light that is trapped on the inside breaks out. And so the light came in. Through the gospel. But now the light is trapped in every Christian. On the inside. What light? The light needs the light. He says, I am the light of life. Even will follow me shall not walk in darkness. But that's the light. So I have this light of life. Of Jesus. It in, comes in through the gospel. Message of Jesus Christ. And when you accept him as Lord. When you accept him, light moves in. It is the entry point. The only entry point. Enters into the spirit. Now the treasure is now in a fleshly vessel of clay. That a noble light can't just shine with a special light to look into the body. But this is like you can't even not none of that light can see the treasure in. That treasure is the life. What life is it? It is the light. Because it is, it is treasure. Why? Because just like treasure is found in hidden places, it is there on the inside of you. It is the light because the light is the very thing that the dark world so preciously needs. Therefore, it is treasure. And so the light must come out because the light must be followed. In other words, so many Christians have the light inside of them, but they still walk in darkness. Psalm 82, let me. I'll read from verse number one. In Psalm 82, God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. 
He stands, he's judged among the gods. Jesus says, I stand in the congregation of my brethren, and I sing in the church, Jesus said, and I sing praises unto thee. Right? Jesus says, the scripture says, we are gods, children of the most high. Right? You have been stripped all might by the Holy Ghost in the inner man. When he says, I stand in, in, in the congregation of the, of the mighty, he judges among the gods, he just says, I'm standing in the church. Okay? Verse number two. How long will you just and justly according to the persons of the wicked? Right? And accept the persons of the wicked. There's wicked personalities. There's wicked spirits. There's darkness. It's Selah. Pause there. Think there. Meditate there. Utter there. See there. It says, Defend the poor, he says, and the needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. So the whole world of the sweat of the wicked ones. He said, Rid them out of it. Verse number five. says, They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. He says, They won't. He says, They know not. They don't know. They can't see it. The world knew you not. The world, you, these gods are supposed to rid the people from the persons of the wicked out of the hand of the wicked. They don't know. They know not. This is neither will they understand. They don't understand. They won't understand. They refuse to understand because they don't know. They will not understand. They walk on in darkness. Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Why should we walk on? So other words, he says, I, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness no more, but shall have the light of life. And then immediately they look at him, they do not understand, and they walk on in darkness. They don't follow him. Right? It says, all the foundations of the world, it says, are out of course. At one point, it's the weakest, as if they, they stumble at what they know not. So now they walk out in darkness instead of the Lord. But then you see the six, but I have said, ye are gods, children of the most high. But you, because of verse, because you do not know and you do not understand and you walk on in darkness and now the very foundations of the earth is out of course. It's going another direction. It's not moving by the proper cycle. Because you refuse to. Now because you refuse to, he says, you shall die like men. And like, and, and like this one of these other princes you see just dying. And then he says, Arise, O God, and judge the earth, for thou shall inherit the nations. What he wants is a judgment. Justice. What is judgment? Is taking the devil out of the place, ridding people of demons, ridding people of the dark ways. This is bringing justice into the earth. But because there is a lack, the people don't know the whole thing is out of course. Right? Walk on in darkness. So Jesus is sitting in heaven. He has a whole lot of vessels on the earth with, uh, with, with treasure of light on the inside. 
But he wonders why is it that they are walking on in darkness? Why is it that the foundation of the earth is out of course? Why is it that we still have tsunami? Why is it that we still have demons, murders, and wars? Why do we still have that the world is still in darkness, that demons are still ravishing mankind? Yet I said it is finished. Finished what? He made redemption is finished to send us away into light. And take us, we've been taken out of darkness. Out of darkness. But why is it that men still walk in darkness? Why? Because they know not. And they do not understand. You see, this world is a dark world. Therefore, Therefore, you'll find in Jesus. And Jesus perceived in himself. Jesus knowing their thoughts. Knowing, perceiving virtue has come out of him. Paul said, I perceive. There's going to be a boisterous journey in this world. Language of this is used to tell you, is not no, to say to you that the way they receive this stuff is not through the senses. That this comes from another world. Spiritual perception. Here there's an ear, let him hear. There is no way of receiving from God except through the ways of the Spirit. And the world is very dark. The only person that is light in that spiritual world, his name is Jesus Christ. And if you don't follow him, you cannot navigate in this world whatsoever. If you ever saw a demon, a, a spiritual creature in its purity, you see this color, black. Can I throw out the contents here? There's always these prof prophetic preachers, they can do some weird stuff. Some friends of mine would have been led by the Lord to throw us out and say, so say the Lord, I'm going to turn things upside down. <laughs> pull you out. <laughs> what is in the secret shall be revealed in the open. <laughs> you see, this is, this is black, no? But this can't compare to the black in the realm of the spirit. I saw a demonic creature once. So black. Black, black, the no light in. I've never seen something like that before. Absolute black. No darkness, there's no, no light at all. You can't see a glimmer of light. There's not a reflection, there's nothing, there's not a speaker. And with it equal, equally to its, to its, to its, to what I saw in this darkness, it is, uh, it is so, uh, so wicked as that. No love. The world of the spirit is dark. So I will, you need light to navigate. Thank you for listening to this message, and we hope it has been a blessing to you. Our goal is to change the way you see and know Jesus, leaving your life empowered, envisioned, and enriched. For more messages by Prophet Ryan Jacobs or for more information about the Empowered Church go to www.empoweredchurch.com or view our YouTube channel, Empowered Church TV. Feel free to come join our life-changing services.